Welcome to the B2B Mix Show with Elena and Stacy. Each week, we'll bring you ideas that you can implement in your own marketing strategy. We'll share what we know and advice from industry experts who will join us from time to time here on the show. Are you ready to mix it up? Let's get started. Hey, everybody. I'm Stacy Jackson. And I'm Elena Jackson. We are the co-founders of Jackson Marketing. And in case you haven't heard, we are also sisters. We're bringing you episode 20 of the B2B Mix Show. Stacy, what's today's topic about? Today's topic is for all you B2B marketers out there who are curious about Facebook Messenger marketing. We wanted to bring you someone who really knows firsthand about this topic, and we are very excited to bring you a unicorn among donkeys, Larry Kim. Elena, for those who don't know who Larry is, why don't you give them a little background? Larry Kim is the CEO of Mobile Monkey, the world's best Facebook Messenger marketing platform and free chatbot builder. He's also the founder of WordStream, the leading provider of Google ads, Facebook ads, and keyword tools used by over a million marketers worldwide. Larry is ranked among the top 10 most popular authors on Medium. He's a contributor to CNBC and Inc. Magazine. His interests include chatbot marketing, Google ads, Facebook ads, entrepreneurship, and startups. Larry has also received Marketer of the Year awards for Search Engine Land, U.S. Search Awards, and PPC Hero. Larry, we are very excited to have you today, and welcome to the B2B Mix Show. Uh, Great. Uh, Thank you very much for that intro, and it's great to be here. Uh, Larry, before we dig into any questions, and we do have some specific ones about Mobile Monkey, is there any background you'd like to share before we get into the conversation about Facebook Messenger marketing? Sure. At a high level, Facebook is in in a bit of trouble um, with their their newsfeed. You know, they're getting all sorts of criticism whenever the newsfeed like has these live streams of like murderous rampages, uh, and 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 also getting in trouble whenever they try to censor you know certain you know people from from the newsfeed. And so it's just overall, it's it's kind of a mess. Um, they they don't want to be in the in the business of trying to you know figure out what content is correct and and what content you know should be on the news news feed and not and you know earlier this year they announced that uh you know the future of 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 facebook isn't the facebook they have right today it's it's more about like private messaging and groups um and and so that makes a lot of sense because you know the news feed is you know causing all sorts of terrible things but i think the, the main question is just how do marketers adapt because like you're probably used to marketing on the on the social platform that you you know today but like what are marketers supposed to do like in, in the future and so that's kind of you know what was hoping to talk a little bit about like in terms of messaging and and, and, and how to do marketing on this this new new channel yeah and and that kind of leads into one of our first major questions is uh, our podcast is primarily focused on b2b marketing and sales topics and one of the things we've noticed over the last few years is that B2B marketers just don't find Facebook at all attractive and they don't spend a lot of their effort there. But Stacy and I have actually seen firsthand from managing some of our B2B client accounts that people are actually visiting their pages and going there for information. So what is it that you think B2B marketers are missing when they ignore Facebook? You know, most most people have a, a Facebook account, um, so you're just missing out on reach. So if, if if you have all your, you know, if you have all the all the customers you need and all the leads that you have, um, then you know there's no no need to to ever 
market on Facebook, but generally it's, it's not, that's not the case. Usually businesses are looking for more leads and more sales. And, you know, if there's people, if people are spending so much time on Facebook and if, if, if they're the same people that you're trying to sell, you know, generally it's the same, right. The same people who visit your B2B website are the same people who, who use like Instagram and Facebook and, 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 and other Facebook products. Uh, so, um, you're just missing out on reach, uh, and, and, and the opportunity to be, have your brand kind of, you know, be in all the places where your customers spend a lot of time. Uh, and additionally, there's a lot of unique targeting parameters, uh, you know, for, for Facebook that are, you know, uniquely, uh, you know, valuable for, for B2B marketing. And so a couple of them come to mind, like custom audiences. So that's where if, if you, if you take the phone numbers and emails, uh, of your, of your best customer prospects and upload those to, to Facebook, you can get a 50% match rate on, on, on Facebook. And that's the highest match rate of any ad platform in terms of being able to match the leads that you have in your system to, to, to logged in users of, of, of a, of a platform, you know, other beyond that, you know, they've got remarkable ad targeting options for B2B specifically like job titles, companies, like you can go after specific, you know, company named companies, you know, size of company, you know, location behaviors, you know, purchasing histories, you know, interests, demographics. These are, you know, when used in combination, I, th I think, uh, it, it's it's actually substantially better than I don't know like LinkedIn ads uh, targeting you know it, it's it's probably just a bias like when people say oh Facebook isn't great for B two B you know I I certainly haven't seen that to be the case. Do you think some of that comes about from when organic reach kind of went down with some changes that happened in Facebook? Do you think that that's why a lot of marketer B two B marketers at least kind of moved away from that? Well, that that was a kind of a a uh, transition that's kind of been happening over you know five seven years now. Um, so you know, mm -hmm. I just think that it's um, it's possible that you might be. You might be connecting with these customers outside of work hours, possibly, and 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 perhaps they they value it, it it less. Although I think you know if if you can get them to engage with your content, that's that's valuable regardless of the platform. Um, uh, so so I, I I don't know what the root of that bias is. I don't I don't necessarily share the mm -hmm. share those views. So as far as the B two B marketers who do want to do more on Facebook, looking at a chatbot marketing or Facebook Messenger marketing opportunity, how, how could that really help them get the most out of Facebook? The issue here is chat is not very scalable, right? So like you know people message your Facebook page all the time, but usually those inquiries go unanswered okay like like it's, it's they just end up in your facebook page inbox and and you know maybe someone will answer them maybe maybe not um and so what messenger has done is they've in partnership with companies like mobile monkey uh, we've developed technology that allows businesses to kind of engage with customers in, in a more conversational way like by sending messages as opposed to just showing up in their newsfeed like so you can you can show up in their in, in their messaging space um and and so you know like most b2b be marketers are doing, you know, content marketing, you know, like podcasts or videos or blog posts. And so like, you know, I, I presume that the reason why you, these businesses are creating 
this content is for to be consumed by their audience. And so you could look at messaging as just, you know, sort of a 2020, you know, equivalent of, of email marketing from, you know, 20 years ago. You see what I'm saying? Is, is this another distribution channel for for content and, and, and for, for engagement. And, um, you know, I, I, I think that if, I'm sure we can agree that uh, having more people produce all of these white papers and, and B2B content that we're producing, like having it consumed by more people who are of the right demographics would, would be valuable. And, and so that's sort of the value proposition as I see it for, for, um, for B2B marketers. And as far as using a solution like MobileMonkey versus Facebook Messenger platform itself, what is it that marketers should look for and and why would they want to use like a MobileMonkey solution versus the general messenger in in Facebook? Sure. Uh, that's a really good point. Um, one thing that people don't really realize is that there is no messenger tools in Facebook Business Manager. So like if you go into um, Facebook Business Manager, you have tools for managing your Facebook page and tools for managing your group and, and tools for managing your ads. But there are no tools for, for managing messenger automation. So like the ability to do blasting to, to like, uh, you know, all your subscribers or the ability to do drip campaigns, like, you know, like automated, re you know, responses to, to, to people based on, you know, certain activities. Like the, the messenger product is actually like for, for businesses is, is actually very new. They, they have a, a, an API for solution providers like mobile monkey to build custom solutions. Uh, however, there is no messenger tools in, 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 um, uh, in Facebook Business Manager, so it's kind of the only game in in town is to 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 look find a messenger solution provider such as Mobile Monkey and use those tools. If if that's if you're interested in exploring the channel. Hey, folks, let's take a break to hear about today's sponsor. And we are back. From the things I've read on the Mobile Monkey site, it sounds like your click-through rate or your your open rate would definitely beat. Assuming you're not totally boring <laughs> in the way you do it, would beat email marketing. Yeah, um, like I was saying earlier, the messaging is is a lot like email in that you can initiate a conversation. So I can do a push notification to all my subscribers, just like how you can send emails to all your your email list, correct? So, you know, the the issue is that with with email, because the, the spam is such a big problem, you know, deliverability on, on newsletters and stuff like this, like, even if you've opted into them, like, it, it's still like five to 10% open rates and you know, zero to one percent click-through rates. So, so messaging, it doesn't have the spam problems because it has a very rigid permissions model. So, like, you know, if if you're just trying to do email marketing, you can you know go to Zoom Info and buy a list of I don't know B two B, you know, um, businesses or something like this. Like, you, you can just buy a list of, of names, you know, and then and you can just start blasting them, and 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 mm -hmm. there's no uh, issues there. Nothing stopping companies from from just spamming people but in messaging you can only send messages to people who've explicitly you know granted your company permissions to message them on messenger so it's it's um, you know as a result you tend to have smaller lists but those lists have astronomical engagement rates like 80% open rates and and 20% click through rates which is pretty typical and and I don't think it's just tricking people by triggering the, the push notifications because if that was true why would there be a 20% click through rate you see what I'm saying so like like you know people would just ignore it and block the bot if if they were so mad you know like 
but but actually 20 percent of people are clicking on these things which is much higher than the one percent typical that you see in, see in email uh, it's like a really exciting new emerging channel for distribution and you know just for keeping in touch with your visit your your customers i'm not saying that you should do it instead of email but like uh, people overwhelmingly use messaging in general as their communications uh, platform like like so um I think it's generally a good idea to to kind of embed yourself into where, you know, th those places where your customers hang out, you know. And you're not inundated like with you are with email, like you get tons of emails from all over every day. And it's probably uh, less that they're getting through Messenger. And that's probably one of the reasons why some of those open rates are higher than email. Yeah, yeah, that's another thing. And so in marketing, it's all about first mover advantage. Like, you know, you were talking about the decline of Facebook page reach, but like if you were doing this, you know, Facebook organic marketing, you know, 12 years ago, then you would have been having a great return on investment. You see what I'm saying? So like it's the, it, these, all these marketing channels, they dramatically disproportionately reward the early adopters of the technology and, and, um, it's never going to be easier to get messenger subscribers, you know, like, like as, as it is today, because it's, it's just so new and, and, and only about one, 1% of businesses are actually using it. So. Oh, really? There's only, there's only about 400,000 messenger chatbots in the world, but there's uh, about 180 million businesses. So it's less than, less than 1%. Oh, wow. Are there GDPR concerns that people would have to be aware of, or does Mobile Monkey or and even Facebook help people not get in trouble? Yeah, so so Mo Mobile Monkey is just using the Facebook Messenger API. So mm -hmm. when you start a conversation for the first time with a business over Messenger, it it serves you this kind of Facebook terms and conditions kind of thing, like you know you know. By starting this conversation, you're agreeing to blah blah blah. It's like one of those click click through licenses, um, and and um, you know nobody ever reads it. But it that's basically to uh, check all the boxes for these GDPR kind of um, you know consent requirements, like to 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 uh, kind of inform the customer what you know how the data is being used, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. So, so so like basically the the Facebook lawyers have figured this out, and all we're doing is. We're, we're just using their their technology, you know, to to um, to, to just to send messages. Well, that's convenient. <laughs> with uh, with all the noise out there, like millions of new blog posts published every day, and you were talking about trying to get content in front of the right people, Mobile Monkey could help people do that. And and I love the way that you guys do it because it's very engaging and entertaining. When I get those little messages from Mobile Monkey, so what are your tips and best practices for a b2b business obviously don't be boring but uh, what are some good ideas of how they could actually make it more engaging and interactive so people want to go download that white paper sure so we don't um we don't just take our email email uh marketing e emails uh, and paste them into the chat and then send them out like it's it's a it's a different medium so um there's different there's different best practices um one of the one of the things we do is uh, we so chat. There's an expectation of it being a, an an interactive medium. So like if you think of your own chat discussions with your husband or your friends, it's usually like back and forth, like you know, ten times or something like that. You know what I mean? Uh, and so the idea here is to take kind of 
the the message that you want to send and break it up into short sentences kind of like you'll never you'll never guess what happened and then and then and it just just that's your opening message and then you you provide like some buttons like it's like no no tell me what happened like like just you you just have like all these um providing the user you know the ability to respond and interact with the content that, that you're, you're providing so each message should be very short it should be very informal like we actually don't even use capital letters like we we use like you know it's all lowercase we use emojis and, and gifs and and like you know spelling abbreviations because that's very customary for chat communications you know it's, it's very informal uh and and and, and basically you know that's some of the obvious stuff. But, uh, some of the more advanced stuff include uh, asking the user questions instead of declaring something. So I think a lot of blog posts are more of the declarative style, where you say you 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 make it some kind of a bold claim, like you know, like if you think of blog posts, you could say like you know, five ways to do email marketing or something like this. Like that 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 would be a blog post that you would send. Uh, but like uh, in chat, you might want to frame it. Uh, a little differently, you might, as your opener, be like, "Hey, are you struggling with low mm-hmm. email open rates?" You know, and and then kind of engage the the user that in that way. Uh, you know, eventually you can just link, send them the link to your to your blog post. But you you kind of just got to that location, got to that out, outcome, like in a more kind of conversational way. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, more more relaxed. And you guys do a great job at that. And, I always uh, click through. So. <laughs> <laughs> So I want to switch gears just a little and talk about the coming Gen Z people that are now coming into the workforce. I think they're top of that demographic. They're now in their 20s. They don't really use Facebook to the degree that they use Instagram and other platforms that are kind of more private or limited group type situations. So with Facebook unifying messaging for Instagram, WhatsApp, and Facebook, does messenger marketing or something like Mobile Monkey present a better way for companies to reach this demographic? Uh, yeah. So what the the way you you still need to get people to opt into your messages. Okay. So uh, right, right, because you can't just randomly send messages to people. So the the there's an ad format called Click to Messenger ad for Instagram. Okay. So uh, what I would be doing is I would be running like, you know, some really cool hip video, you know, ad on Instagram, because that's where those kind of Gen Z people hang out. And I'd, I'd be offering them something like, like if they click the button, like offer them like, I don't know, a gift card or something, you know, just like give, just tr- trying to get people to, to subscribe with a click to messenger ad. As soon as the user clicks on the ad, they've opted into receiving messages from your business. You see, you see what I'm saying? So, so it's kind of like a, I don't know if you remember this, but like, you know, 15 years ago, there was like a Facebook like ad, like where, where if you'd run an ad and if they, they click the button, they would become a fan of your page, you know? Um, so, you know, now it's 2020. So it's kind of, they've kind of changed the game a little bit where you, the goal is not to get page fans, it's to get messaging subscribers. So they have a new ad format called click to messenger ads, which, if the user clicks on them, they become a messenger subscriber, so that so that you can send them you, you can send them like a some content and and, and um, start a dialogue on the with them on on Instagram chat or on Messenger. Uh, you, you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. 
I think that'd be a fun way for recruiters who, if these people aren't on LinkedIn, to mm -hmm. maybe put a job ad and click a message to reach us about this application. I just think that'd be neat. Yeah, because Instagram and Facebook have amazing targeting options, you could be very selective. You could, you know, narrow it down to recent grads with like, I don't know, uh, engineering degrees, you know, just, and, and, and then you could, you could talk, you could talk to them about their, uh, you know, possible career opportunities, like, you know, in, in their space, like doing it through messaging rather than sending people to directly to your, your website. You, you see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's just kind of a kind of differentiated, more interactive way of, of doing that. Like, Here's the thing with, with ads or, or marketing in general, you're making a lot of assumptions. So like in marketing, if I post something to my wall or if I post, you know, some, uh, an, an ad to, to, to an audience, I'm assuming that this content that I'm creating is relevant to the users who will, who will consume that content. And these assumptions are usually wrong. Like it's, it's, you know, like in, in messaging, you don't have to make that, those assumptions. You can just conversationally ask the person, like, you know, are you looking for a job? You know, yes or no. You know, based on the answer of that question, you can kind of very decisively understand like what their interests are as opposed to just guessing based on like, oh, I think, I think my email list will be interested in this, or I think the, this ad audience will be interested in this. And then, and then in messaging based on the, the, the feedback you're getting from the user, you can, you can change the, the next question. So like, you don't just, you don't just continue down this funnel, you know, asking them irrelevant questions. You, you have to kind of be like, uh, kind of adapt to the, to, you know, to the answers that are being provided by the user and, and, and just sending them down, you know, different pathways. So like if, if, if they say like, oh, I'm looking for, you know, a, a software testing job in, in the, um, South Boston area, you know, like, well then now that you've collected that information, you should then send them to the right page on your website, as opposed to just, just sending them to like all the tech jobs. You, you, you see what I'm saying? Like, uh, you, you can kind of pre-qualify and, and, and figure out where to send them and then send them, you know, you can still send links on, on, on Messenger, but mm -hmm. what you can do is you can find out more about what offer will be relevant to that to that user, you know? Yeah. Okay, Larry, we don't want to take up too much more of your time, but we do have one more just for fun question to, that we like to wrap up our conversations with. And we came up with this one specifically for you. If you weren't creating software for marketers, what other industry or niche would you find interesting to tackle next and why? Uh, I think uh, I'm very happy building software for marketers, but if, if uh, you know, for whatever reason I wasn't doing this, you know, maybe just doing a, like math, math teaching or, or computer science professor, something related to education. So yeah, oh, that'd be great. So I hope I hope you like kids. If that's one thing that awesome. you would be doing. <laughs> uh, yeah, I have two boys. One's zero and one is four, and they are a handful. Oh wow! <laughs> I was going to say that those those two ages are probably a handful. <laughs> <laughs> but fun. <laughs> yeah. All right. So marketers, there you have it. Reasons why B2B marketers should consider Facebook Messenger marketing. Straight from Larry Kim. Larry, if our audience would like to follow you online or get in touch with you, what are the best ways to do that? I'm, I'm on Twitter. So that's Larry Kim on Twitter. I check that every day. Also LinkedIn or Mobile Monkey has a Facebook group called Mobile Monkey Island. Uh, and that's that's just available on Facebook. All right. Also, listeners, I saw on a Facebook Live today on Larry's page about Facebook Messenger chatbot masterclass offered by Mobile Monkey. It's on their website. 
website. We'll include a link with that along with uh, Larry's contact info in the show notes. And I've already signed up for it and nobody paid me to say that. I think it'll be great. I already took a peek at the content. Larry, thank you for joining us. We really do appreciate your time and uh, taking time out of your busy schedule to talk to us. Yeah, we really appreciate it. Thank you. And uh, well, thanks for reaching out. Have a good day. Okay, people, that's a wrap. If you want to get in touch with me or Stacy, you can hit us up on social. On Twitter, you can find Stacy at Stacy underscore Jax. That's S-T-A-C-Y underscore J-A-X. And you can find me at Elena underscore Jax. That's A-L-A-N-N-A underscore J-A-X. And hey, maybe you're not a Twitter fan. Look us up on LinkedIn. Stacy Jackson or Lena Jackson. We will respond to you with any questions you might have if you reach out to us. Finally, don't forget, you can also leave us a voicemail on the Anchor mobile app. Yeah. All right, people. Thanks for joining us. Have a great week. Bye. The B2B Mix Show is hosted by Stacy Jackson and Elena Jackson of, you guessed it, Jackson Marketing. If you need help with your B2B inbound marketing efforts, visit us at jacksonmarketingservices.com.